0: What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the mic. Everything sports-related podcast. Today is Saturday, college football day. It is November 13th, 2021. It's going to be an amazing day. We have an amazing game of matchups. But today, I'm doing my once-a-week what-if video. I love doing these videos from time to time. We've already known um, a couple good ones that we've done. I feel like my favorite one, um, was the what if LeBron James and D-Wade teamed up with Derrick Rose in Chicago and Joakim Noah, Tibbs, so on and so forth, um, instead of going to Miami with Bosh. Now, I, I definitely do think, you know, there are a lot of different ideas and a lot of different sports that we could do this on. I know we, we're very heavily on basketball, um, we've done the you know, Mitchell Trubisky, what if the Bears took Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson video. We've done a lot of them. We've done a lot. Um, but my, my, my focus for today is more of a team aspect than an individual aspect. What team do you think in their prime—now this is, this is me saying every single individual player on this roster if they were in their prime— every player you can't switch guys around you can't take guys from different eras it's one constructed roster that actually happened in the game of basketball that you think if they were all at their best would be the greatest team of all time now i'm looking at it from this perspective and you can tell me if i'm wrong this isn't discrediting you know the the 73 and 9 bulls or whatever the fucking record was You know, it's definitely something where you have to look at it and say, okay, these teams that have won championships are still great, but this is a team that never did, and if they were all in their prime, would be the best one, the very best. Now, there's a lot of people we could talk about. We could talk about, um, you know, the Malone and Peyton with the Lakers, and we can talk about a bunch of other stuff that is, could, should have, would have, but to me, The most interesting one to me, at least in my opinion, is the 2017-18 Cleveland Cavaliers. And we're going to talk about that today. I'm really excited to talk about it because it's something that I feel like goes so underrated what this team's constructed roster was, and if they were all in their prime, how good they would have been. People forget about it. You know, there were a lot of midseason trades and a lot of these guys didn't finish on the team, but at one point or another, all of these guys were a part of that 2017-2018 Cleveland Cavalier roster with LeBron James. Obviously, this is during the same time as Kevin Durant teaming up in Golden State. So LeBron was trying to get anybody and everybody who he could to come back, especially after Kyrie's departure. Um, So it definitely was a toxic situation for LeBron. You know, Kevin Love's health was shaky. Um, But let's think about it. This isn't the normal Kevin Love. This is Minnesota Kevin Love. You know, we're we're talking about a bunch of other individuals as well. Um, Whichever LeBron you want to take, you could take Miami Bron, you could take early on Cleveland Bron, you could take uh, second return to Cleveland Bron. And I mean, hey, if you really want, you could take Lakers' Bron. I personally wouldn't, but you know, I would personally go with Miami Bron. Um, and that in this video, I will be going with Miami Bron. You know, I I definitely do think that was the best Bron we've seen. Um, from a physical level and from an overall dog mentality, I I, I think we definitely saw that. Not that what he did in the twenty sixteen finals wasn't a dog mentality. Um, but that was just amazing basketball. You know, he was a dog in that coming back from the three one lead. Um, or 3-1 deficit in his case. But it, it's definitely a situation where I look at it and I say the best braun I've ever seen, you know, as a competitor was the Miami LeBron after the first two years. You know, he was really that guy. Um, but yeah, with that being said, let's get into the roster. Let's talk about it. First of all, Ty Lu is your head coach. We're going to get that out of the way. Great head coach to start off, um, especially if LeBron James is a part of your team because we know their relationship. We know that bond. We know everything they know about each other. You know They, they have a great relationship. It's not close to what Tibbs and Rose's relationship is, but I like to compare it to that because... You know braun always has his back, and even braun braun even wanted him to coach the Lakers. you know what I mean the Lakers just weren't interested um but yeah that's that's definitely a situation um that I think works for this type of scenario. Now, you also have to think about who else is on this roster. Let's talk about a prime Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, an amazing six-foot-six, three-point shooter. I think Jay Crowder offers a lot. Um, I'm really excited. We, we don't even need to go into the specifics about the previous teams Jay Crowder's been a part of. We know what he can be. He is in his prime. You love to see it. And it is probably the most exciting uh, part about this um, about this video, pardon me, I I blanked for a sec, but about this video is the fact that they have so much three-point shooting, it's not even funny. Because next we're gonna go into our next topic and I find that this one's gonna be even more interesting. On the other side of the court, is Kyle Korver. Now this is prime Kyle Korver. You could say Atlanta Hawks Kyle Korver. You could say um, maybe not Chicago Bulls Kyle Korver, but it, it was definitely something where you have two great three-point shooters and Jay Crowder in his prime and Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver is one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, I have him in my top five. I have Curry, Clay, Allen, and then you know I honestly um, a little bit biased. But I really like JJ Redick. I really like Kyle Corver. I, I, I don't know what order I'd put them. Um, but I definitely do have them in, in a specific order. I will do that video one day. Um, but that is not neither here nor there. Now, but let's talk about it. I mean, Kyle Corver and Jay Crowder to start it off as your guys who can just knock down threes at ease. I mean, with LeBron James, prime Miami Heat, LeBron James, MVP LeBron James. I mean, you just love to see it. You love to see it. It's an amazing start, and I feel like those three in general, all in their primes, could probably win a championship. Now, obviously, Jay Crowder would be your third option, Kyle being your second, Braun being your first. Video stopped there. We're not stopping it there. Next up, and a big part of why I did this video is because people forget it even happened. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade in 2017 left Miami for the one season he did um, before going to Chicago, or maybe it was vice versa. Maybe he went to Chicago first and then Miami, but it doesn't. It, that's neither here nor there. I forget it was so long ago, but it, it's definitely a situation where. I mean, let's talk about Wade. Wade's an MVP. Wade is amazing. This is prime Miami Dwayne Wade. So you have Dwayne Wade getting put put into the mix. I feel like this is amazing for the team. This is amazing for what this could mean. Um, you know, you have two guys who have won a championship together already, adding Kyle Corvary. he's won a championship with Kyle already, Jay Crowder, um, amazing three-point shooter, always to the finals, never winning championships, um, you know, he went to back-to-back finals in, what was it, 2020 and 2021, he was on the Miami Heat, lost to Bron, then he was on um, the Phoenix Suns and lost to Giannis, so I mean, Jay Crowder's time is here, and we're going to win him a championship this year. If this team was in the NBA this year, all in their prime, they win a championship, without a doubt, bearing injury. Uh, Injuries are off here, though. So, you know, you bring in Dwayne Wade, obviously, Hall of Famer, obviously, one of the best shooting guards to ever do it. Um, Top five, in my opinion, as well. Um, Obviously, you got to have Mike at first. And then after that, I think Dwayne you can, you can make the argument he's top three. I could have two, three. It, it really is. It depends how you feel about it. Um, I'm a big Dwayne Wade's fan. I'm a big Dwayne Wade supporter. Um, so I definitely do like that a lot. So we're talking about Miami Bron, Miami Wade. You're talking about Atlanta Kyle and then Jay Crowder and his prime as well. I'm really excited about it. I, I think this list is going to continue to get better. Um, it, it, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun to talk about this because I truly do feel like, you know, when when we talk about a prime Jay Crowder, I think you would probably think of him that Boston Jay Crowder because, you know, he's averaging, what, thir- 14 points per game um, in Boston pretty much. And, and that's really his prime. But he, he he's so much more valued than people think. Like, I understand 14 points isn't a lot. Um, but he knows his role. You know what I mean? Like you got to have the guys who understand their role, who understand what they're doing. So you have a two Miami boys in Wade and Bron, you have at Atlanta, Kyle Korver, and then you have, um, you know, you have a Boston Jay Crowder. So I love everything about that. I think he's definitely learning his role. I think he's definitely playing great ball. Next up, this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Derrick Rose, MVP Derrick Rose in Chicago is now teaming up with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Kyle Korver, who he was teammates with, um, if I'm not mistaken, and, and then Jay Crowder. I think this is amazing. And this, to me, seals the deal. There is no doubt in my mind, even if this was your starting five, I don't think anybody stops them. I think this team could go 82 and up. Like, I truly just feel that way. Um, You know, you really do look at it and you say, wow, like what Derrick Rose was doing in Chicago prior to the ACL injury, prior to the meniscus, prior to all the other injuries was truly special. And and we never even really got to see him as a three-point shooter consistently because the league hadn't turned into that yet. Steph was still young. Um, You know, Golden State was not relevant at all. Klay Thompson was not doing what he's doing now. Um, It was really Ray Allen, Kyle Korver... J.J. Redick, and a couple other guys, but it, the league was not as three-point dominant as it is now. Um, so I would really be curious to see how good, you know, Derrick Rose would have gotten at the three-point uh, shot, you know, if, he, if that was the main focus. And we're starting to see it more now. He's actually knocking them down. And, and we did see it back then when he did take those shots. He was fairly consistent. Um, and, and that's before even, you know, making that a big part of his game. I, I remember in his book, I'll show you, he's talking about how, Prior to his one, I forget which injury it was, but prior to that, he was focusing on his three-point shot. He wanted to get better at that. And then, you know, he just had to keep focusing on rehabs. He didn't have enough time to focus on all that. So I'm really curious to see who Derrick Rose would have turned into had he never gotten hurt and had he had a little bit more help than just Tibbs and Dang. Um, Which, no knock on Tibbs or Dang, but it's not LeBron and it's not D-Wade. Like, that's just just the truth. Um, Next up. I feel like this is one of the most underrated ones because we don't talk about it enough is a Minnesota Timberwolves, Kevin Love. People forget about Kevin Love. Um, very disrespected. I know right now he's averaging 10 points per game um, and two assists, and, and that's 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 awful. Um, but if we're talking 2010 to 2012, Kevin Love, I mean, this guy's averaging 26 points per game, um, you know. He's just an overall dominant guy. And I feel like you look at it. His rebounding is out of this world Um, You know, he's he's a leader. He's vocal He's that guy prior to the concussions prior to the injuries prior to everything that happened to Kevin Love um, That kind of derailed his career into what it is today I truly do feel like in his prime with Bron would have been a lot different Um, now a lot of people think the reason why his career ended up the way it did was because he just doesn't fit well with Bron. Um, and, and I disagree with that. I disagree with that a lot. I think he definitely did take a step back, you know, when Kyrie Irving and, and, and him and, and LeBron James teamed up. That is definitely the third option, just like we saw with Chris Bosh with D. Wade and Bron. Um, and, and the same way we're kind of starting to notice it in, the, in L.A. You know, Russell Westbrook is, is finding a hard time being that third guy. Um, and, and now that with LeBron's out, he's starting to get more of a feel. He's still leading the league in, in turnovers, um, but he's starting to get more of a feel for it. Now, here's my biggest concern. My biggest concern right now when I look at this team um, is is really can all these guys play well together. You know, it, it, you know, you have a lot of guys out there. I think the Jay Crowder and uh, Kyle Korver thing works perfectly. Works perfectly. Now, here's the problem with me is, is with Kevin Love, if it's uh, all in their primes, how is Kevin Love going to average 20 points per game with D-Wade, uh, D-Rose, and LeBron James, and Kyle Korver and Jay Crowder as well still getting touches? Now, that's your, really your starting five. Um, you know, I, I, I truly do believe that. I think, obviously, you have Rose. Um, you're going to put Rose at your guard. You know, you're going to have him as your point guard. You're going to have him at the one. You're going to have Wade at your two. You're going to have Bron at the three. And then, obviously, K-Love is your center. And at the four... I, I want to say it's Jay. I want to say it's Jay Crowder because I feel like he's more comfortable being at that position. Um, but I I think I'm gonna sneak in. How tall is Kyle Corver? Six seven? Yeah, I'm gonna sneak in Kyle Corver. Um, maybe I put Brian at the four and then I put Kyle at the three. I think that works a lot better. Um, but I think again, there's gonna be a lot of mismatches. Um, so that's that's definitely a conversation for Ty Lu, not for me. I'm just telling you how it is. Um, Next up on the list, though, you got Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson, interestingly enough, I'm not taking prime Jordan Clarkson. I am taking six-man candidate of the year of the Utah Jazz Jordan Clarkson because I feel like that is the role he'd be playing on this team. I feel like he's learned a lot. And to me, that's really been his prime because this is the second half of his career and he's really showing out and he's really showing us that he can be that leader on a bench unit. Um, so I'm really a fan of Jordan Clarkson a lot more than I used to be. Um, you know, him with Utah has just been special. I mean, we saw him research his career pretty much. I mean, it was bad towards Cleveland, goes to Toronto. Um, 2021, he's averaging 18 points per game. You know, we, there was a time where he's only averaging 13, you know, with, with the uh, Toronto Raptors. So you, you have to look at it and think, you know, at the end of the day, are we gonna be deep enough to go 82 or no? Are we gonna be deep enough to win a championship? And I think it starts with Jordan Clarkson, and I think that's an amazing way to start it off. Um, again, you have, let's let's talk about our next guy. I think it's really interesting, a prime Isaiah Thomas. A Boston Celtics Isaiah Thomas, what well, was it, 2015-2016 season when he's shitting on the Bulls, when he's shitting on everybody after the tragic death of his sister, um, this guy goes out and he just balls out and now he's in overseas dropping 80 plus points per game. Um, you know the league the league misses him and I miss him honestly Um, you know, he's not the biggest guy out there. Obviously. He's only five nine, which is ironically the same height as me Um, so so I got mad respect for him and but people do forget two-time all-star um 2016 2017 all nba Um, and so he's definitely a dog. He's definitely a dog and people definitely don't give him the credit he deserves. He averaged 22 points one season. And then I believe he averaged 29 points in 2016, 2017. So you, you have to give this man the credit he deserves. I don't understand why he's out of the league. I don't understand what's happened there. Um, it's, it's definitely a question down the line that we can make our own video about this and why Isaiah Isaiah Thomas just fell off the way he did. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like a leader on this bench unit with Jordan Carson, I feel like that's a great tandem. That's a great kind of duo to have. Um, cause you know, you understand that Isaiah can still take over the game and Jordan's perfectly fine with that, but Jordan can also take over on nights that, you know, Isaiah is more passive or Isaiah is more of a floor general. So you really love to see that. So obviously we're doing our thing. Jay Crowder, is probably going to be on the bench unit as well. So that's even better. you love to see it. Um, I'm really curious to see how the rest of this team pans out. There's a bunch of other guys on this team. Rodney Hood, uh, George Hill. There's other guys. You can think about them in their primes. Jeff Green. Um, you know, I, I'm Amon Shumpert. I mean, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thomas, uh, Thompson, pardon me. Um, Tristan Thompson is is really what we need as well, too, because when you really look at it, Outside of Kevin Love, you really don't have a center. So on the bench unit, Tristan Thompson, that does help a lot. And whether you want it to be Cleveland Tr- Tristan um, or an earlier on Tristan, that's up to you guys. J.R. Smith, again, he can knock him down when he's not on the Henny. Um, but yeah, w- without a doubt, I think this team is solid. I think this team is good. And I think this team is without a doubt a championship caliber team. I think this probably is the greatest what if ever. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other teams out there that you guys might think of and and you might say Well, remember this guy was there and this guy was there and you know People forget that he they even signed him or traded for him and he just wasn't in his prime If you guys have any videos like that, please let me know and and please let me know in the comments because I'd love to hear it I love these what-ifs and if you want any more what-ifs like this, I can continue to make these a weekly basis Uh, Just let me know. I'll do them every Saturday as I can or every weekend at least So yeah with that being said This is my prediction. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers of 2017 win a championship if they are all in their prime. I think that is a dynasty. I think they win at least three championships together if they're all on the same deal. Um, You know, if if you have them all for four or five years, I think without a doubt, they win three to five, like with no question about it. Um, but with that being said, thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace. And again, let me know if you guys have any questions, any comments or any concerns. The merch is out now on Teespring. Look up Mike on the Mic podcast merch. You can find all my merch there. It's $20 to $30 for t-shirts, hoodies, whatever you guys want. It's there. So just let me know. And if you did buy something, I appreciate you. I love all of you guys. Thank you for all the love and support. It has meant the world to me. You guys really are, are what keep this going. So I appreciate you guys so much. I will be on the ASAP Network tomorrow morning. Make sure to check that out. Touchdown Crew Rejuvenated. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a different role on Touchdown Crew tomorrow. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out on ASAP Network. It'll be on 9, PM, 9 a.m. Central. So make sure you guys check that out. Again, this is Mike Hughes. Peace.